Welcome to the Fatty Z Muskie Podcast. I got Vance over here who looks like he's a proud peacock, strutting his stuff. I'm just sitting very upright. I'm cold. You're cold? Yes. Well, you know who you're sitting in front of, right? What Ranger and the uh, kerosene heater. That's right. I very, love that heater. Very old school. I like it. Very eco-friendly. Maybe. Except for that five gallons I spilled in the driveway. Yeah. The fumes are good, yeah. <laughs> fumes are good. <laughs> anyway, so we got Vance. He's right to the right of me. Across the table, we got Ranger. On the phone, we have Todd Young. We also have a guest, Chad Weiss. Did I pronounce that correctly? Yep, yep, you did good. Okay, good. I, I rehearsed it before the show. So, okay, anyways, let's get through these plugs. We got Fat AZ Muskie products. FatAZMuskie.com, which, by the way, I have updated the website. It is ready to go. It is live, and I think everything is good except for when Vance found a mistake last night, and I was cussing for about 20 minutes fixing it. It's true. It was true. But uh, if anyone out there can do me a favor, hop on the website, hop on the store. Order one of everything. That would be nice, but it's not required. (laughs) Um, Look for mistakes and let me know because I spent many hours staring at that. And it's the mistakes that Vance found were very obvious and I totally missed them. You're going to get a ton of messages that will be like, all I see on here is... Hard jerk baits. Where is the dragon tail rubber? Well, in the bucktail. I ain't got them. Well, you're missing out. I am probably am. So, anyways, check that out. If you find a big glaring mistake, kindly let me know somehow. You know where all we can be found Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or email us. All right, that's my plug. Todd, talk about Muddy Creek. Muddy Creek Fishing Guides, mcfishingguides.com. That's the website. Check it out. Got lots of pictures. Vance has been doing some updating here as of uh, just a few hours ago on the website. We do that annually. We update the website. Are you saying you my, this on, what's that? Are you saying my once out of every five years is is poor etiquette? Of yes, we, we do ours annually, <laughs> once Andy. A year. I haven't even... I don't even know what the Fat AZ store looks like. I'll have to check it out. But I sent yeah, you I, the link. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't. I looked at it. I saw lily pads, but anyhow. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, check it out. Check out Muddy Creek. We're booking trips every day. We fish in Chautauqua Lake Memorial Day weekend through mid-November. I'll be doing a little bit of fishing here in Pennsylvania. As long as my boat comes in in like April, May, and get a hold of us, we'll get you out there and get you on some fish. Uh, also, St. Croix rods, best on earth. Check them out. We have Vance take it away with some marine oh, services. Yeah. Vix Marine and Ranger boats. Uh, check out Vix. Like I said, they if you've been listening to the past couple episodes, they're great customer service. They saved uh, my guide season the past two years. Uh, they have a plethora of boats, fiberglass, aluminum, Rangers, Starcraft, Star Welds, uh, Ranger Aluminums, the works. Check them out there in Kent, Ohio. Uh, also, come check out their open house on February 23rd and 24th, or actually, I think it's it's a Saturday, Sunday. And that might be 24, 25, but uh, come check us out. Ken, Ohio there. We're going to be doing a little seminar. They got uh, some bass guys there, a lot of walleye guys there. Uh, should be a great show. Uh, fitting for a great company and marina. That takes us to Muskie's Inc., you know, I think DMX rapped about this, didn't it? Muskie's INC. I think that was Ja Rule. Oh, okay, was it? That was M- Murder Inc. Okay. Yeah. But wasn't he a Rough Rider too? He was one of those like early <laughs> early two thousand screamer and also like uh, animal sounding uh, like barkers. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and they all kind of blend together. They do. 
It's been a while. Todd rem- can relate. Remember, it, Todd? Yeah, Todd? I have no idea what you're talking <laughs> about. I thought you, went to the, you told me you went to the Rough Rider tour with Lynn Biscuit. <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> I did go to a summer jam, though, when I was very young uh, and into rap music. Uh, oh, God. And that's embarrassing. But I, I, I throw it out there. I could care less. Judge yeah. me. <laughs> What's up? Okay. Todd, do you like Muskie's Inc.? Yes, Muskie Zinc. I think it's very important that we're all members. Find your local club. Uh, see what they got to offer. If you don't have a local club, you can join Muskie Zinc. Just uh, you can be a uh, non-affiliated member. You, I, I don't know if they still have their online membership. I think you'd just be an online member too. But if you're non-affiliated, you can get involved with. Uh, you still get all the benefits. You get your magazines. You can still. Uh, load everything up off your website and uh, off of their website and check out the uh, the the lunge log which has you know 380,000 muskies logged into it and look at different baits it's really neat but you know muskies inc has a direction right now they're going and uh, very uh, very excited about it you know let's just say it's maybe it's not your old muskies inc i think it's really important anybody who's into muskie fishing with what they've done over the past 50 years, from where where they started, where our sport started, I think it's really important to be a member and to uh, take advantage of what they have to offer. Let alone you just let alone what your little bit of money that you're sending them, what they're doing with it, the scholarship funds, the stuff they're getting back to the chapters for buying minnows, feeders, you know, all that kind of stuff. I I think I think it's real important. I think it's something everybody should be in, involved with. Well spoken. Yeah, the you know, going back to that rap concert, I gotta just clear some <laughs> things up. <laughs> um, funny story. I guess it was like in September. I took a, a little crew out, husband, wife, and a little eleven-year-old boy, and she was a lawyer, and we start talking and stuff, and. She told me about, like, her most famous case or, you know, something that, you know, all that kind of stuff blends together uh, when you get specialized in law. But she was like, yeah, uh, I actually got DMX's paper served at the Barclay Center in Brooklyn, New York, uh, to come back for a case in Buffalo uh, for one of his... I'm sure he had a clean record. It was probably yeah, a parking ticket. One of his, it? one of his, something, something going on with with one of the. Uh, I thought a BMX was a bike. No, with, <laughs> with one of his his uh, ladies, uh, you know, a, a babe, you know, mother of, of one of his babies, and uh, served him papers, got him, got him sentenced. It was crazy. She had pictures with him and everything. <laughs> She's like, give him like the thumbs yeah. up. Hey, I'm sorry you messed up your cor- yeah. your concert. Hey. D- DMX DMX is doing well, man. He found God and he is loving life. Is he? Apparently, a, l- a lot of convicted felons have found God as well. I know, but that's a little fun fact. Okay, <laughs> so interesting. Muskie's I and C. Muskie's I. Bark, 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 bark. Unbelievable. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hey Vance, how was that Taylor Swift concert you went to? Oh, I never went to one of those. <laughs> Listen, man, I got the balls to say I went to that concert. What's up? We've all done that. Cr- stupid stuff when we were young. Chad, okay, have you been yeah. there? Have you have you have you dabbled in the rap music when you were younger? Little Wayne, when I was well, eighteen, I think. See. You know, and, and you think you're so cool with your, your backwards hat and all your little friends. And yes. Yeah, you just kind of sit back and, like, shake your head. Oh, man, what was I doing? It's a, you know, you chalk it up to a great learning experience, you know. That's all it is. What did you yeah. learn there? Yeah. To never go back. <laughs> never go back? To not do it anymore. <laughs> what, what Was there, like, yeah. a giant mirror on stage and everyone saw what they looked like and then they went home ashamed? Well, there's, you know, there's pictures, and then, you know, the, the memory is so devastating. It's kind of etched in your mind forever to say that, yes, I was at one of those things. And uh, you just, 
you don't really fit in there, you know. It's it's why why, why do would you feel that way? You know, I, I just don't feel like I give off the rap or R&B vibe, you know. As much as I tried when I was younger, it still wasn't working, so. Okay. Now, now Chad, why do you look back in shame? Um, I don't know. It it was a good time, uh, but now to think, you know, the mindset that we had going into it and, oh, we're, you know, we're young and tough and Base. I, I don't know. it's systems in the car yeah you know yeah right buck right, tails exactly. hanging off your mirror it's, it's like those those 15 inch uh subwoofers you had and yes. you drive around town and everyone knew you were cool and yes yeah i think that's days. what everyone thought i mean i thought that yeah. until i got older that i said man i was completely wrong with others opinions about me <laughs> <laughs> trunks were rattling i had a pickup truck oh, oh my god you had you had subwoofers in your pickup i had a lot of them wow we talked about we talked about this i set off car alarms because we were able to i i, I what were you listening to it didn't what matter. were you listening to yeah like okay. smash mouth hey now you're That's right. an all-star <laughs> yeah good charlotte good um, <laughs> excellent excellent stuff for bass yeah i i really enjoyed like uh like Beethoven and, mm-hmm. and Bach. Um, <laughs> da, 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 that's right. Da, 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 but no, I, I'll, I'll give a little thing. I, on my first truck, I had it was a half ten Chevy long bed, and I had a tonneau cover on it, like a like a really expensive aluminum roll up one. Like I've never seen another one like this. I kind of I, I always kind of poached these deals for my friends because they always would spend their money before they had it, and then you could pick it up cheap because the bills came in. <laughs> So I picked up these two Fosgate 15s off my buddy for like next to nothing. And I actually put them in the bed under the tonneau cover. And we found that when I cracked the tonneau cover about six inches, you could hear me literally a mile away. When I say a mile away, I'm traveling 60 miles an hour. And people said it took me a minute to find you. Wow. And that's, oh, that's how gosh. I was setting off car arms. And you could not hear it in the cab at all. So it wouldn't matter what I played. It was just loud and obnoxious. Wow. I throw things at people when they drive by my house like that. <laughs> Get out of here, y'all did it. <laughs> I, I, that, might, that might be us someday, but we're not quite there yet yelling at cars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, this is taking a turn for the worse. So. Yes. Okay. Hey, Chad, tell us about all your plugs. Yeah. All right. So, uh, we space. You can find me on Facebook. I think I have an Instagram. I don't think I have a Twitter. Um, and then you can find my baits at the Musky Shop, themuskyshop.com. They've got some uh, of my seven inches and then some ten inch shallows as well. So the Musky Shop. Then, that's Raleigh and Helens. Yep, Raleigh and Helens. Yep, up in uh, Monaco, Wisconsin. Yeah, I'm not going to be going there, but I used to get their magazine all the time. It's awesome. I loved looking at it. <clears throat> so World's largest musky shop. No doubt that that's no. that's big, man. That's awesome. Yeah, work. no, they're 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 great people to deal with, and they have quite the quite the range of stuff. So check them out. And then uh, the other uh, the other guy would be uh, Ryan Grant with Team or TRG Outdoors. Up in Green Bay, Wisconsin. If you're looking for a trip, smash some big uh, Green Bay muskies. Get a hold of him. So could one say he'd be banging fish, baby? Yeah, yeah. I'd <laughs> probably say that he's, he's banged a couple fish. Nice. <laughs> banged a couple <laughs> fish. <laughs> and the turn for the worse again. <laughs> Okay, so that's all your plugs, right? That's it. Okay. Short and sweet. I did not want to cut you off. All right, we are going nope. to... Oh, did you want to say something? No. <laughs> oh, no, sorry. Oh, okay. So, if you guys had to choose, all right, you have a five-day vacation, and you have one of two spots to choose. The one spot is filled with pontoon boats, jet skis, and wakeboarders. But it's a really good 
overall musky fishery. The other one is your own private 1,500-acre lake, beautiful, the most pristine water you can think of, but it's 100 to 1 pike to musky ratio. Five days. Uh, sleeping arrangements, they're equal. I'm not going to go into detail, but they're, they're comparable. Where are you guys going? Give me the crowd. I'll you take the crowded lake. I'm used to it. Yeah. The muskies don't care. I'd, I'd probably pick the remote just because, I mean, that's a lot of our stuff around here. It's a lot of pleasure boaters, and they seem not to care about planer boards and your spread, so it'd be nice to get away for a little bit. Battle some pike. Nice. Uh, I take the crowd. I'm like Todd said. I'm used to it. Um, I don't know. It just is kind of our musky fishing is is that vacation spot lake that has world class fishing on it. You know, I don't know. I'd be used to that. I'd take it. I certainly would know if it was a new spot where the weeds were, because generally all those pleasure boaters just drive all over them. So. I wouldn't be yeah. ha- have that ha- tough, a t- tough of a time mapping the place out. All right. I-, I know where I'd be. I think you guys know. I'm going to be in the woods with my $10,000. Oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you. There's $10,000 in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I just made that up. <laughs> Answer C. C. No, but I just sometimes when I'm out there fishing, even if it's all against you know all the odds, I'd sooner still not deal with another person. Yeah. I'm tired of people. Pike it out. I'll eat them. I'll use them as bait. Oh, yeah. Quick strike, rig one out the back. Very nice. There is something to say about having a bunch of action like that. I feel like that when we go to a little pond around here, Conneaut Lake. That's right. There's always a chance. Mm Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I just... Andy, yeah. let me ask you this. Okay. Where where are you going to be March 10th and 11th? March 10th and 11th. I am going to be probably at the Muskie Max. You are, are you? Yes. I, I will be. I have, I have these little notes written down. We have to make sure we mention this. Yes. Uh, March 10th. We were talking about rap concerts with fans. I know. That's very important, but... <laughs> Now that you children have your stuff talked about. <laughs> okay, let's, let's, let, let's let the big <laughs> boy come in and talk. <laughs> March 10th, 9 to 6, Sunday, the 11th, 10 to 3. Uh, the Muskie Max down at the Embassy Suites down in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, near the airport, Coriopolis, PA. Uh, if you're interested in going, there is, I th- talked to Sean Leopardi promoter yesterday he said it looked like there was one booth left there was somebody maybe jumping in there were there were two there's one maybe one left so good place to come down get your get your things get your stuff on display lots of people come through the doors there if you are looking if you're planning on going it's very easy if you go to www.muskymax.com you can download a $1 off coupon. You can get as many as you want. Only you can use one per person. But uh, save you a buck. Get a group of five or six guys going. It's enough to buy a liter or something like that. You can save. So stop on down at the Muskie Max. That is our, looks like our, it's our last final big show. We've had about enough of the show season already. Mr. Weiss, is your, are your baits going to be there? Because I know last year, uh, that might have been the first show ever your baits were at. Is that true? At the uh, they were at Chicago. Oh. But, yeah, I did I did send about two dozen to the Baker Baits booth, and I'm hoping, hoping that I can get some to them again. Awesome. Nice. Kind of backfilled a little bit, but, but that I told them I told them I tried my best, so... And as many baits as I can get out towards your guys' way, the better. You guys have a great fishing crowd out there. Well, we try. 
Awesome. Let's get into it. Okay. Anything else, Papa, that we missed? No. <laughs> no, I think we're good. There was some finger wagging pointing our way. Yeah, we screwed up there on the intro. Oh, That's well. right. But it's all right. He, he, it's he nice cut to off. feed him in in the middle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anyways. So, okay. so, Chad, where are you from? Let's start there. Where am I from? Yeah. Uh, New Lisbon, Wisconsin. Okay. It's about, uh, oh, well, we were about 1,500 people, and then we got a prison, so I think we're at 2,500 now. <laughs> oh, um, great. You got a bigger, yeah, double the population of the prisoners. Nice. Yeah, yeah, so that's always, that's always nice. Um, yeah, it's in about central Wisconsin, kind of, uh, if you guys ever heard of Wisconsin Dells, seems to be a big yes. touristy, tourist. so we're about 20 minutes uh, northwest, northwest of the Dells, so. Okay. Where, where um, what, what lakes are you fishing when you, when you get to go fishing? We do a lot on the Wisconsin River and then the Wisconsin River flowage. There's uh, Lake Petenwell and then Castle Rock Lake that are part of that system that we spend most of our time at, and then uh, we'll sneak over to Green Bay every once in a while, too. Oh, nice. So you get out on that uh, on the big waters of Green Bay. That Yeah, a couple times. A couple times. I'm hoping to spend a little bit more time there this coming year, but you know, life, and it's it's about it's about three and a half hour drive for me, so it's mm. not terrible. No excuse why I shouldn't have been there a little bit more, but <laughs> it's on my list. Three and a half hours is a great excuse in my book. Yeah, that is. <laughs> that's a hike. Yeah, especially where you're where you're living. Jeez, within three and a half hours of where you live, there's probably a hundred places you can go musky fishing. It's a little different out here where, where we're at. Yeah, yeah, no, there's 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 some pretty good spots around us. You gotta fight the crowds a little bit between, you know, the pleasure boaters and then there's also a lot of kinda hot spots that people, you know, especially with social media now today, you know, people post, Oh, I got three here the next day there's eight boats and makes yeah. it tough that way, but you're always exploring new areas and trying to stay a step ahead of everybody else. Yeah. Nice. What got you into making baits? Have you been doing it very long or new new hobby? Oh, it's been about oh five years or so, six years. Mm-hmm. I started started tying bucktails in my uh, college dorm room. You know, I poor college kid didn't have a bunch of money, so I figured, oh, you know, I'll save some money and um, make some make some blades. And I always thought it'd be neat to to catch a fish on something I made and. Did that for oh two years or so, and then uh, I took a uh, it's a two by four with a, a plastic. I think I got the lip from Raleigh and Helen's, just a pre-cut lip. Slapped it together, put some glitter on it, and took it up to uh, Lock Sewell fishing. Um, we go every year for. Um, I took it up there, and and then I caught my first fish on it, and. And I uh, was talking to Zach a little bit here and there before I had some paint work done. And and then one day he kind of, he said, uh, the guy who taught him, you know, he said one day you're going to get to a point where you're going to find someone, you're going to pass it on. And for whatever reason, uh, he chose me. So he, um, he's he been helping me the last three years, pretty much, you know, 99.9% of the stuff I know is from him so that's cool well you know you build a quality bait <clears throat> at that point that's a good person yeah to learn from. no it no it it cut i mean he's he was telling me you know this is stuff it took him 10 years of you know trial and error to figure out and i'm just just grateful that for whatever reason the moon and stars aligned and you know chose me but but yeah, it's it's exciting. It's a fun little hobby, and meet a meet a ton of nice people doing it. So, so what did what did your first bait look like with that? You said it was a two by four with a lip in it. Yeah, it, it's. Uh, I'm just in my little 
bait room here. I don't see it, but it's it's a it's about a six inch bait, and I, I'm not kidding. It was a two by four that I sanded the edges a little bit, flapped a almost like uh, oh, this a lip steep as like a crime boss is, mm-hmm. but it wasn't uh, but it wasn't a line tie. It was you know put in the nose and. I think I made six of them, and only one of them semi-ran, you know, and this is just casting. <laughs> I, I bet it would roll, go like 2.4 tops, you know. But, and I just, you know, got some some nasty glitter, and I remember, uh, I think it's still tacky to this day, actually. Because <laughs> I wasn't, uh, my clear coating skills were, were far below average, so it's still tacky, and that was the big joke when we were ca- when I was catching fish up there, is they weren't catching hooks. They were just their face was sticking to clear it. coat. That's hilarious. <laughs> they were stuck to the side of the bait. That's nice. Now, did what was your what paint that? job? Oh yeah, yeah. Did you use a paintbrush for your paint jobs like I did on my first baits? Oh, I didn't. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, there was no, there was no paint. It was clear coat, and I just smothered it in silver glitter, and then I just. Uh, I took um, some like acrylic finger paint and put blue eyes. It was a blue-eyed walleye for whatever random reason, but... That was pure silver yeah, glitter? It, yeah, maybe it was gold. Maybe it was gold. Silver, <laughs> gold, or combo, or... I, I don't even remember, but it was it was hideous. Just, just the ugliest thing you've ever seen. Hey, it worked. You got a disco ball yeah, with it, hooks basically a basically a, a brown disco ball and and it was funny i after uh we went on a fishing trip and i remember losing losing a fish the first cast with it at a at a trophy musky fishery we were at and my buddy wants one you know so i come back i make him one first cast he says snap the lip right off that <laughs> the cheap little plastic lips I made I spent all that time and I thought it was just the greatest thing and first cast just snapped so <laughs> okay so your first cast yeah. you had a fish hit your buddy's first cast it broke yeah it's a good omen it's it was a good omen yeah. I would have you said know, it was I, probably I was a big a, fish something good there <laughs> and just say that's fifty dollars please yeah oh yeah, maybe maybe five, maybe five. Like like I said, I think his was, I think his was airbrushed, but it was maybe like a red horse sucker. And I'll have to, I'll have to try to find some pictures because it it was a legitimate two by four with a lip, and it was it was something else. That's insane. So you tr- you you start with this two by four, and then go over how you got the bait. To where it is today, you have a, you have a a whole a whole different lineup. You you I saw you've incorporated some jointed lures and everything for this year. So, what what's kind of the timeline there? Yeah, I think um, it'd be about oh, about a year after I made the one, and this is when Zach really started, you know, helping out, and um, I made a. It would be the same body style, just a little bit thicker than the one I have today, uh, my 7-inch. But I wanted to do, like, a Jake-style nose tie. So I took um, I took the lip, I'd put it in, and then I'd screw the screw eye right between, or as close as I could get between the lip and the nose of the bait. And it, it was neat. I made, like, three or four of them. It was really neat because they walked like crazy. But you couldn't even tell, like, the thump was non-existent. You know, it was just this little slow walk back and forth. Um, so after I played with that for a little while, um, it seemed the hot trend, you know, was the metal lip. And Baker was talking about his metal lips he was coming out with, so I figured I'd better jump on that. And I have a buddy who's got a, a water jet cutting company, so he, he cut me some lips and... I figured, well, I can't, uh, I can't really, you know, I tried a nose tie with this big metal lip and it didn't work. So I tried putting, uh, 
you know, a line tie on it, and it took me, I made four of them, and one of the four ran really good, so I just kind of ran with that, and that's, uh, I've, I've made some minor, you know, shaping the body a little bit and slimming down the profile a little bit, but. Now, now when you as, said you uh, made four, were they all a little bit different, or did you do four of the same and one no, struck? No, they were all different, so there were four, um, two of the, okay, so two of them were nose poles, like Jake style, two of them were line ties, one of them had X amount of weight, and then the other one had X amount of weight, so. Of those mm-hmm. four different combinations, there was one that ran um, really good. So, and did what you were designing to yep, do. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Sheer lures. You know, do they all have? Uh, they all have the aluminum lip. They do. Um, okay. I am coming out with a little five incher that'll be Lexan. That's something that mm-hmm. I'm going to be handing out to guys for the spring and the summer um and hopefully hopefully next year get those get those rolling but i'm really excited about you know kind of kind of switching over from the metal to lexan a little bit now there's, with, there's with, some like oh, go ahead with your uh with your lexan lip are you still because because with your metal lip your bait has a nice thumb to it and it has a good walking action to it at least the one that i have has does it with your lexan lip is this going to still walk or is it going to kind of trail nicely behind your leader what what's the difference in your uh ingenuity ingenuity behind it yeah it'll it'll be and it's just it's just the five inch that'll have the lexan mm-hmm. and i think i think my big purpose of that is just um it still has you know a pretty hard thump but the wander is a little bit tighter, a little more controlled. Um, and I think, I don't know, my kind of theory is with a five inch bait with a metal lip, you're looking at more of, you know, a seven inch profile. But if it's a five inch bait with a Lexan lip, I don't, it's more of, you know, a five inch profile. Mm-hmm. And maybe this is just, you know, a crazy hypothesis or whatever, but. I, I, I really feel that that metal lip compared to the Lexan, you know, if it's a if it's a lake that the fish are more, you know, little bait sensitive, it it definitely I think makes a difference. At, at least from what I've gotten from talking to people and. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, yeah, so that lip's putting enough out there that it's given given the whole whole different look to, to a five inch bait with yep. a metal lip. It's making it look a lot bigger than it actually is. Yeah, I can see that. Interesting. Never yeah. thought of it that way, but that's cool. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's it's great for you to cover both ends with a metal lip and a, a plastic lip. A lot of people prefer metal lips. It all depends on where they're fishing, you know. If you have mm-hmm. a, a big rock-driven uh, structure body of water, uh, big shield lakes, things like that, Lake of the Woods, uh, you know, people want those baits to take a beating. Uh, Lexan, I'm pretty sure, does not hold up as well as metal uh, when you're banging those rocks and stuff like that. So or fish, baby, or fish, yes, yes. Um, so it's awesome. Now, ha- have you played around with Lexan on any of your bigger baits, like the seven? Uh, you know, I haven't yet. It's it's on my list, but I know, um, talking to Baker a little bit, it will change the weighting. So I've just kind of been thinking how to cover the weight difference between the the Lexan and the aluminum. You know, whether it's like a you know hose bait style where you put the you know the chunk of lead underneath the bill, or just add more to the body. It's it's just it's one of those things that I've wanted tinkered with, but just kind of haven't gotten around to it yet. I, I can tell you um, a little advice on switching over. You're gonna have to switch it and then figure it out because <laughs> there ain't no way of guessing unless you run it. Yeah, I've right. I've done that and it's it, it sucks. You know, we've talked about it on the show previous, like about the uh, the original glider that we had. 
now I spent, you know, I didn't spend a ton of time, but this past fall I tried to get it back, and I could not, I could not find the sweet spot. Remember that, Todd? Yes. Yep. We, we we had it to where everyone that was popping out was dead nuts sweet. We got away from it. Tried to go back. It's it's like lost. It's it's. So it's not like riding a bike. No, not quite. Yeah, not quite. And those cr- yeah, especially the a glider. It seems they're so so weight sensitive. I think I think with a crankbait you can get away with it a little bit more, but those gliders I think have to be pretty pretty spot on. Yeah, you know, and it's just what the glider did previous was really nice. So, yeah, I was just curious if you just threw one in there and said, oh, let's see how this works. And, you know, you just got some bell sinkers that you could go put on the front hook hanger or something like that and just try to right mm-hmm. the ship when it, you know, because it is going to act different because you got a whole bunch of weight on that front lip that isn't going to be there with Lexan. Yeah, so it's right. like starting all out. You're, you're essentially making a, a brand new bait with this 5-inch Lexan uh, lip bait that you're talking about, which is... It's not amazing. easy. No. We've discussed the process. It is not easy. And especially with the way that... With like how the, the crankbait market is going now and how much time comes into the finish and how many layers of epoxy and the sealing of the wood... Uh, that's a lot of tinkering around before you could find a, you know, what you're looking at to, uh, you know, sell to the public. That takes a lot of work to do, you know, cause you gotta, you gotta hit, you gotta paint it. You gotta seal it like how you're going to sell it. You gotta finish it like how you're going to sell it. And you're going to have to put the hooks on the way that yeah. you want to on multiple different, as I know Andy hates the word, but prototypes of, for you to run. I mean, that's, Customs. that's a lot, that's a lot of work. Figuring out a bait. Yeah. Yep. You have but to it's take fun. That you know, final. You have and to the take thing, as long as it's final fun, it's step, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So. So now, what, now, you have, what, what's your bread and butter baits right now? Like, what, if, if somebody wanted to come up to you and buy a bait, what, what's the lineup? Oof. I would probably say the, the seven inch jointed with the normal, the normal lip is probably, probably been the best producer for me mm. and reports that I've gotten. But you have, uh, you, you have a seven inch, you, you have a seven inch shad, you have a seven inch jointed, and then do you have some, you have some larger ones as well, correct? Yep. Yep. So I've got the seven inch shad, the seven inch jointed, and I came out with a new, uh, a coffin lip on the seven inch shad this year. It really, really tightened up the action, and, you know, it still wanders, but it's not quite as extreme as what the original lip one was. Mm-hmm. And I worked with some guys in, in Green Bay to get that because they, they were catching fish, you know, during the, the really hot period of the time, but they were looking for something a little bit more subtle and um, something along those lines. So I worked with them and, and came up with a, the coffin lip, and sure it's enough, the guy was running it a month. Uh, maybe a two or three weeks at the end of summer last year, and it was like he got eight or nine nice Green Bay fish on it. So nice, nice, um, and they and they run a they run a lot of boards up there and whatnot. And uh, I would imagine from the one the one that I the one that I have, uh, which has an extreme wander and it, it thumps like one of uh, like a a wily fat body. It has a it has a pretty substantial pull to it, uh, and I couldn't yeah I couldn't imagine those those guys being able to run those on boards. They're definitely the one that I have is definitely a uh, a boat rod bait, uh, but incredible incredible action on it. And did you notice the uh, yeah. like with your with your seven inch jointed? Does it? I would imagine that thing probably has to run more true behind the leader rather than walk everywhere with that joint on there. Yeah. Yep, yep. Unless you're running it um, right in the prop wash, it, it will run more true. And um, and I think I think that's why they had the best success over in Green Bay on the jointed model. Mm-hmm. They had it on a down rod, and they got a couple nice, you know, fifty plus inches on it. So that's awesome. That's got to be um, awesome getting that those pictures as a as a bait maker, seeing those giants. Oh yeah. 
there's nothing better. And, you know, and I think my biggest job or just the bait maker's job in general is to listen to guys like you and, you know, and, and take what they have, you know, versus the, with the hours of, you know, time they put on the water and listen and, you know, adapt to suit. You know, it might look might look good in the water, but if it's not catching fish for that area, you know, you got to make changes, and it's our job to kind of suit the, you know, clientele. And I really enjoyed working with, you know, some really good guys doing that. So That's awesome. Now, your jointed ones, uh, did you go through uh, – are you, are you through wiring those? I'm not, no. Not, the, the, the tail is – the tail is big enough that I can still get a, I think it's two and a half inch, um, magnum screw eye in it. Mm-hmm. Um, if there are any smaller, I would, mm-hmm. I would wire the back portion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, um, I, mean, I have, I have played around a little bit with through wire and mm-hmm. it's, it's on my list to, to get back at, you know, some guys, you know whether they buy a bait or not is is solely dependent on that. And mm-hmm. I know you know the Canada market seems to be, you know, if it's not through wire, it you know it might be a good bait, but in trophy waters they're not gonna you're not gonna risk it. <laughs> I'm I, 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 know, I'm gonna go on a limb here. I'm gonna say I'm the opposite. I would prefer a screw eyed bait over through wire. That's just me. I'm going on record here. I mean. D- I don't, yeah, I don't really care about that. Uh, right. That 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 through wire. I mean, if I had to choose, yeah, I'm choosing screw eye. I mean, I've I've lost tails on joints, Todd. I know you you have as well, but I mean that's mm-hmm. it's been in the net, and you know I've done some work to get that lure to to go again, but you know. I've, uh, I haven't. You've caught. got it going again. That's the thing. Yeah, That's I, I, the I, I, thing I, I, about yeah. the through wire. If it's destroyed, it's destroyed. I mean, I have some that wire tie that a lot of people are putting on there. We, you know, I have I have more through to the point that the bait just hanging here. I can't use it anymore. How do you fix that? Get out through the wire. Yeah, and I, you know, I know, but people will see that and be like, "Well, hey, not for our fish." You might be catching those down there, but up here we got you know yeah, right. th- thousand pounders. But yeah, thousand. Like, well, okay, but, but they don't. All right, let's yeah. let's think about yeah. this. I yeah. have a lot of jointed baits that have been you know hit dozens and dozens and dozens of times, and they've held up. I think that would put a little bit more wear than one fifty-pound fish on of of them just getting annihilated, hit. Fight the fish, put it in the bag, release the fish, get the lure back out in the water, and the thing's still running good. You know, I think that's a little bit more stress than just one, you know, lifetime fish. Keep in mind, your drag is going to peel at the same pressure from a 43 yes. as you would a 73. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it, that should happen. Yeah, I'd love, I'd, the I'd love controversial to. Topic. Yeah, we really are. I'd love to get people on. Just to hear those experiences of of the the of reason they, they the reason they again. lost their lifetime fish was because of that probably due to drinking that <laughs> that <laughs> you know what I'm saying though, because of that that joint right with the you know I don't want to I mean that that would just absolutely suck if you know reeling that in and I'd blame drugs and alcohol but. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't see me. I'm judging people. I don't even know. <laughs> you're just, you're I'm just, just talking. You're stuff. really, you're really not. But okay, yeah, because it's not one in particular. Okay. Anyway, I think it's sweet. You're making a jointed bait. I love jointed baits in Canada. It's kind of a shtick. Yeah, they're they're one of those that you know it's it's fun to make, but they're a pain. You know, it's just it's like making making two baits. It's, I was gonna say it's yeah. twice as much work. Yeah. Yep. That's awesome. So that, so you have that lineup, and then you got into the musky shop this year. What what happened there? That's I mean, I think that's a, a fantastic accomplishment. Something I couldn't do. Yeah. Yeah. They uh, they contacted me uh, 
one day I got a message and, you know, I kind of had to check it a couple times to make sure it was legit. But, yeah, I called them up and, you know, they said they'd be interested in trying trying to sell some of my product. And um, and I ended up uh, debuting my, my tenant, Shallow, with them. Um, and both of them sold really well and it, uh, it's going, it's going great. It's, they're, they're really easy to work with. You know, they they understand, you know, the timeline is, you know, me having a full-time job and a family and, you know, this is kind of a hobby. So they work with me a lot on that and, you know, and the prices are prices I think are fair. And as far as, um, you know, their take and what they charge and, whatnot so. yeah um, no, it's, it's been it's been a good experience like where are they at you know compared to where you're at are they like in your hometown or no they are oh two and a half hours north straight north okay maybe maybe three maybe three um yeah and new north it, they're in yep they're in kind of a uh a touristy probably the biggest touristy part of northern wisconsin monaco wisconsin very cool i'm not real familiar with the layout of wisconsin so that's why i was asking i mean you you had to be uh just stoked about that getting getting the baits in there i mean i don't know that's yeah like i was i I was in the shop up there todd was in the shop did you see well it was a long time ago oh okay but uh dale and i were lost I think we were at the Chippewa Flows tournament. We were just driving by. We're just like, "Oh, look, there's Roland Helens." Just like stop. some back road, we're lost. And we were driving <laughs> by. We saw Muskie Hunter magazine. We were there too. We're like, "Look at that building! It says Muskie Hunter magazine on it." They were closed. Yep. What yep. What are the odds that you're just in middle of Wisconsin? We were just eighteen driving. hours we from were home trying to find the lake. And, and it was like, wow, there's Raleigh and Helens. It's not like you asked Siri, where's Raleigh and Helens? <laughs> yes, it was It was long enough ago that I have, like, pictures of it. I don't, they weren't camera pictures. I have pictures. Like in what, my, sketch artist pictures? Yeah, I drew them up. <laughs> <laughs> you put a picture in, of you and Dale standing outside of it, they're stick figures. <laughs> they're stick <laughs> figures standing, standing in front of the Raleigh and Helens. <laughs> Yes. It's a real uh, cliche looking house. It's just like yeah. a box with an A frame. And then there's smoke coming windows. out of the chimney. Yeah, it's like it was Raleigh. It was, it, was, it was Raleigh. We met. Raleigh was there. Really? Like the original Raleigh? Yeah. That's this was, a, I think, in 1999. Awesome. So it's been a while. But yeah, Raleigh and, Raleigh and Helen were both there. Awesome. Now. At that time, I think, you know, I heard that story, you know, prior to this show. Wasn't there a bunch of PA baits in there at that time? Yes. Yeah, we saw Legend Lures. I know Dale's Lures were in there. Oh, they uh, were? Yeah. What would be so funny if Dale was surprised? <laughs> like, Dale's like, well, how'd these get here? <laughs> yes. He's like, who got these for you? Yeah. Oh, no, a- no, but it was... uh Big shop. Never. Be- I bought a shirt. Very nice. Bought a t-shirt at Rolling Hills. Yeah. Do you still That's have exciting. it? <laughs> <laughs> Chad, what kind of boat do you fish out of? Uh, I fish out of. Uh, um, it's a one twenty seventy five Pro V. Whoa! He's got nice. a serious boat there. That is a. But nice do you want to know? It's even more serious. Chad, tell them about your rod holders. Bad <laughs> AD. Bad AD. Nothing but the best. Do you see awesome. how I set that man, one up? That's, that's a giant boat, man. The 27 yeah, my, uh, Did you say you fished? My dad went since? through, a, I think, a little midlife crisis. And, you know, my brother and I were talking about going in on a boat, and somehow he found some bank that was foolish enough to. <laughs> Let him get that one. So no, I'm really, I'm really blessed to be able to fish out of it. It's, it's great. It's you know, no matter where we go, yeah, it's a nice boat. We can Those we can nice. hang around in some weather. So that that's that's awesome. I mean, you're set up for big water, but you you said that you you fish the rivers a lot, right? Yeah, I'm sure they're big. Yeah, of we, they're big 
bigger rivers, but that's just yeah. A- we're we're limited. We're limited in that boat. Uh, my buddy's got a, I think a sixteen or seventeen foot uh, Starcraft, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what we do when we're when we go exploring. Um, um, but it's it's not bad if you stay in the channel. You know, and, and go slow and kind of work your way through it. You can, you can get the bigger boat through there, and yeah, you know, and after you know the spots, it it helps a lot too. So if you're if you're picking up to go fishing, where where are you where are you going? You the the Wisconsin River, you said. Probably, probably, yeah. I mean, there's there's a couple lakes, you know, a couple hours away that are a little bit, you know, not so river-based, and, you know, they've got some, um, a little bit different setups that we've been kind of, kind of exploring a little bit and poking some fish on, but it's, um, and that's more of, you know, the open water bite and, you know, chasing, chasing Cisco's and stuff like that, so that, that's, that's a neat, uh, and that was one of the big reasons why, you know, I, I wanted to get, you know, the fat AZ rod holders. We were running, um, oh, I can't even think of the name, some plastic, you know, that came with the boat, and you get those big, I think there's a TX-44 churches, and then, uh, you know, like a 12-inch baker. That that plastic rod holder is bent pretty well, pretty well back, and, you yeah. know, whether or not it'd break, I didn't really want to find out. It was so. turning white though in the in the critical spots, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a little hairy, especially when you it's, get a little a little chop and wind. And it's, it's not a matter of if it will break; it's a matter of when. Yeah, exactly. It might take. And, and we years. actually lost we lost a couple fish uh, even after we got. Uh, I think I got four four of the the fat easy ones right out of the gate. And I was running my down rods with um, rod leashes on them and the plastic ones. Um, and sure enough, fish rips it, bends the rod or the plastic, pulls the rod out, you know. And it's luckily the rod leash saved saved the setup, but the fish was gone. Wow! You know, and that's happened happened twice to us. And after that, it was like, yep. And I think that's when I. I called and I got those uh, extended slants for the down rods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I know I've shipped a lot of aluminum your way. <laughs> it, was, it was tricky with the the lawn to figure out because um, it's got that uh, pro track or the, the track system. It yeah, it took some finagling to, but you helped a lot finding out the right uh, right adapter for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So because a lot of yeah, a lot of those big boats. Those Pro Vs like have that thick gunnel, but they still yep. have the track running on the inside of those gunnels. Yes, it is. Yeah, and that, and that's when when I saw that uh, the extended slant mm-hmm. that was huge because you know a down rod, you know with with the original holders it was uh, a forty five forty five degree, degree <laughs> angle into the water. Yeah, you know uh-huh. that would be as deep deep down as we could get it. So. Mm-hmm. Those couple extra inches really help. Yeah. Yep. And yep. If, if you're uh, if if you're taking like a big fishing trip, where where do you guys generally uh, set your sights? Is it Green Bay, or do you do you go up into Canada, or like the woods, or something? Um, we've actually we've made a couple trips down to Cave Run. Uh, that was three years ago. We we went down there for two years. Um, we didn't have any luck, but both days that we went we left wisconsin and i think it was like the warmest spring in you know 15 years and we get down to kentucky and it starts snowing you know <laughs> and that that seemed to be our luck for both trips um but probably probably now would be more more green bay if we get a couple of days to burn and um yeah probably probably green bay would be our vacation trip or or we've been toying with uh going over to Miley's place on Lake of the Woods and poking around there too. So those well, you mentioned earlier Lack Shoal. Now is that a place you've been to before? Yeah, yeah. We so we'd go there walleye fishing. 
Okay. We'd go there the weekend before Muskie opened, oh, and that okay. was kind of that was kind of what started the the addiction, I guess, for me. We were we were walleye fishing in Lac Sewell, jigging, and I remember jigging and getting a hard strike, and then going, "Oh, that's a snag! It's a stump!" All of a sudden, it takes off. We get it up to the surface, and whatever you know, at the time, I thought it was you know a sixty incher, just a yeah. monster <laughs> fish. I've never never seen anything like it, and um, ended up t-boning a eighteen inch walleye. We we lost it next to the boat, and. From then on, it's kind of been, you know, try to yeah. <laughs> try to duplicate that feeling. That's when you started making the two by four. Yep, the two by four and the, the inline spinners. That were that was my goal. To get back there and catch the, catch that fish. Did you eventually catch that fish? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> we did. I, I did. I did move a nice one up there. I don't probably you know. 45 46 inch but uh it's a nice fish at the time it, you know at the time it's a giant you know you that was that would have been by far the biggest fish i saw and but that's awesome so what what has been what's a like your your best musky story it could be on your own baits or you know any anything along i think um Probably kind of what got me really into short line trolling. Um, you know, t- talking to Zach quite a bit, he's, you know, you guys need to do this, you guys need to try this, and, you know, everyone around here thinks, okay, you're not trolling, yeah, you're not going to catch anything, you don't you don't know what you're doing, you know, you're going to throw a, a bucktail at the weeds, bulldog at the weeds, and maybe a topwater at night, but... Uh, we were out, and we were going to tune some of my uh, my 10-inchers that I was going to send out to some people, and we had a 6-inch baker two inches below the surface, just creeping along. We're getting all these 10-inchers ready, and sure enough, five minutes in from the launch, just, you know, four and a half, five miles going through a no-wake, just gets blown up both sides, splashing, thrashing. Awesome. So we're like, okay, maybe, you know, maybe Zach's on to something here. <laughs> and uh, we ended up short line trolling the rest of the night. We ended up sticking four more in <laughs> two and a half hours. And wow. for around here, you know, it's a lake that we fish, and if we get one fish, it's a great day, you know. So that's incredible. Now that we've switched, switched to trolling, it, you know, those one fish days turn into four, five, six fish days. And, uh, are the are there now? I'm not terribly caught up on exactly you know the line of you know one rod trolling, three rod trolling, wasn't allowed trolling, but now is. It, you know where are you at with that? So we're in the we're in the southern southern zone of Wisconsin, so we can run three lines a person. And okay. it was the it was the northern portion that was uh, no trolling only. You could row troll, and I think that was one line of person. That's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Andy, you'd be champion oh, no. that, Andy. I'm going to tell you what. I am really good at doing like repetitive stuff over and over again. Mm-hmm. I know you are. So I would, I would like be burning that lake up with wake. <laughs> I might even get on plane. <laughs> but it's open everywhere for trolling now in Wisconsin, correct? Yes, I believe so. But it's just not, it's not three rods a man everywhere, correct? No, no, there's, in the southern zone it is, but up in some of the northern portion, I believe it's per county. I believe that's how they separate it. Whether it's, I don't know if there's any one, but I think there's some two and then there's some three. Mm -hmm. That's awesome, so you guys can get a good spread going down there. Figure yep. some stuff yep. out. Trolling's great for that. And it's so new up there, huh? Like, what, two years? Three years? It, yeah, I'm trying to yeah. remember. I know yep. Tony just lit them up that first summer. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm trying to remember what it was. It might have been going on three summers ago, if you're counting this coming summer. Yeah. 
But then sometimes you got to add the one because we're not there yet. Yeah, I got you. So two summers ago. Two summers ago. Two summers ago. So what's your uh, what's your biggest fish out of Wisconsin? Home waters. Uh, forty eight and a half. Very nice. Did you bump board it or did you tape measure it? (laughs) No, we bump boarded it. (laughs) Have you checked your bump board? I'm not going to go any further into this. Have you laid yeah, a tape measure was, on your bump board? It was properly lubricated, and the slime was okay. We Thank had God. some uh, <laughs> some, of that aqua- some of that some of that like that aquarium fish slime, artificial fish slime they have. For uh, the yes. Yes. We doused the board in that, and so they they yeah. slime away good. I like to keep mine clean with rubbing alcohol, mm-hmm. but it's best when the fish is on there first. Yeah, and then you take and a, then just a little bit of a little bit of bleach too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, only only if it's like really kind of rancid, but yeah, you can you can have the bleach, <laughs> little sandpaper so they don't slide off. Yep, Uh-oh. and if you need to sanitize it real quick, gasoline and a match. Mm-hmm. It'll just burn all them germs right off. That's awesome, man. That's oh, a, that's geez. that's a good fish. That's awesome. Yeah, we uh, check your bump boards. Yeah, uh, yeah. Put a tape measure against your bump board. That's all we're gonna say, and just check make sure it's there yeah on a tape measure you choose yeah. like like you like a, a good choice is one that's accurate yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, so we, we may or may not have had a little bit of been a little bit of short on uh, some numbers with a bump board a bump board or two that is what it is so anyways but we're not going to go into that too much further but check your boards yeah um so, Chad, is there anything else that you want to add? Because we're just we just creeped over an hour. Um, this is your I time. Think maybe probably the, the last thing would just be, you know, kind of thanking uh, Zach Baker and then uh, Matt Gillespie are two guys that have definitely helped me a lot in the last uh, last couple of years of my life, get me to where I'm at, and I'm really really grateful for that. So I just awesome, perfect. Anything else? <laughs> I just want to make sure that you're not going to have any regrets. <laughs> no regrets. <laughs> no regrets. No regrets. We're good. Do you want to talk about any concerts you may have regretted? No. <laughs> we already <laughs> talked about our regrets. <laughs> Check out Wee Spates. Right. They're awesome baits. Where can I find them, Chad? Facebook, Instagram, and then themuskyshop.com. Okay, I'm on Facebook. Where do I find it on Facebook? Uh, we spates. That's W Y S S Bates. And then uh, Chad told us before the show, eighty-five percent off if you mention you heard it on the podcast. Mm-hmm. That's a joke. Yeah, that sure. is not. That is not <laughs> true. Yeah, yeah. But he, he, I got. The, I did not get the reaction I thought I was going to get. So. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> remember, I remember we did that at the Ohio show a couple years ago with. Uh, this was the one where Vance, you didn't go, mm-hmm. and we had uh, McGizzy rods, and I said fifty percent off, and his eyes got like huge. Oh yeah, when we were doing it right in front, yeah, fifty percent <laughs> off his his, his, rods. his like it, they were custom rods, mm-hmm. but it was a joke. It was it was one of those just trying to. It didn't land. It, no, just like this one fell just flat like on its lot, face. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the stuff that I say doesn't land. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so, all right. And you might also be able to find some of Chad's baits. Might. We're going to see at the Baker booth, March 10th and 11th. I'm not sure where in Pittsburgh. Moon Township? Coriopolis. You're looking at me like I should know this. I don't know Pittsburgh. <laughs> I stay away from that ghetto. Oh my! So it's a nice city. It's all the. It's, it's all the same. Moon Township, Airport, Coriopolis. It's you know, the Embassy a, Suites. You'll be able to find that. Yeah, and Chad, you said there's a chance that they might be there. Yeah. Yep. I'm. I'm hoping so. Are we talking like a thirty percent or an eighty percent? Oh my! No, probably eighty. I'd say eighty. Score. I guessed it. Very nice. Okay, and they're going to be with Zach Baker, correct? Yep, yep. Okay, so there. Look up Zach Baker at the Muskie Max show, 10th and 11th of March. 
we will be there as well. Bring the kids, bring the wife, bring the family. It's going to be a great time. Mm-hmm. And uh, hop on the website. And uh, was it muskymax.com, Todd? www.muskymax.com. Check it out. Download your $1 off coupons. And uh, come that on That is down for admission, not off of a Bates. Mm-hmm. No, it's it's for the admission. If you want to find us first thing in the morning on Saturday, you go to the end of the line at the Baker booth, and that's about where our booth will be. Yes, well, everyone will be facing the other way. Turn, yes, turn yes. around and wave. <laughs> that's right, because we're right near each other. But uh, that's where the end, right where the end of the line will be is. That'll be our booth. That's right. People will say, "Can I put my bag here?" <laughs> and I'll say, "Yes." No one is talking to us anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right, we'd like to give a big thanks to St. Croix Rods, Best on Earth, Vicks Marine, Ranger Boats, Fatty Z Muskie Products with the uh, new website that I just did. Give me some feedback. Uh, Muddy Creek Fishing Guides, mcfishingguides.com, Muskies Inc. Check them out. They're going to be, I'm going to probably say, every show we've been to, they've had at least one booth. Check them out. Tell them that you've heard it here and how... They've steered the ship around. It's not your grandpa's Muskie's Inc. This is the new Muskie's Inc. Muskie's I-N-C. Arf, arf, arf. Yeah, no. We're going to come up with something. No. Yeah, we're going to tap into your rap roots. That will not work. Okay. <laughs> Check out Muskie's Inc. Great organization. So um, with that, I'm going to wrap this one up right here. You guys got anything else you want to add before I do? Mm-mm. All right, uh, everybody, it's uh, middle of show season. Go support your local guys, bait builders, and uh, drive safe. Good luck fishing.